like Yagami then? Where does he go? Does he go to heaven or does he go to hell? With Arbiter Rules from Death Parade. With Arbiter Rules from Death Parade. You see, I feel like Light would be playing, like, the whole time he's playing this game in the afterlife. Who's he there with, I guess? Is he there with L? L. Oh my god, that's another le- le- level, isn't it? Um, yeah, sure. Put him or with L. Or is he just there with some rando? I don't know. Put with L. Well, what what's going to be the difference, really? I mean, he's if he knows who L is, so he's going to go out to get L. Okay. Beat L. Controversial take. If it's both of them together, I think L is getting obliterated. I think Light what? is going to happen. Why? Because... What? Prove it. Light, <laughs> Light always thought that he was doing the right thing. He thought he was genuinely making the world a better place, so much so that he deluded himself. L, whilst no. he like he was he, he was doing it almost doing. for selfish reasons. Yeah, but he knows and he he doing. broke the rules intentionally. He yeah, that's manipulated very true. and he he concealed things. He did things against the law a lot of the time in order to try and trap I guess, his opponents. I guess the ultimate question is though: Does anybody who does something bad really believe they're doing something heinous, or do they just think that I'm? doing this is okay for whatever justification whatever weird and twisted justification they've given themselves that's pretty deep bro yeah should we put a pin in that and and do a podcast let's let's put a pin in that and come back to that another time (laughs) Uh, should we do a podcast okay three two one Hello Eves, new and old, and welcome to Gateway to the Universe, the podcast that aims to guide an anime novice to the weird, wide, and wonderful world of Japanese animation. My name is Sam, a self-proclaimed anime expert, and with me as always is our novice, Will. Hi everyone, and welcome back to Gateway to the Universe. We talk about anime here. If you haven't been here before, we talk about the first three episodes of a particular show, or a movie, or we recap stuff. Basically, anything... About anime goes, except I am a complete novice, like Sam said. I don't get anime. Sam's here to teach me and to show me the ways of um, his Annie wizardness. Um, I will guide him through the tumultuous path of being a wee. Good. Sounds saucy. Um, If you want to check out any previous episodes, make sure you do. We are looking at a show today which has been on my radar for a while. I feel like, yeah. was this on Netflix at one point? Because I feel like I've seen the cover art a lot. It's not on there at the minute, in the UK anyway. Um, but I wondered whether... Oh. Maybe I'm just getting mixed up with Blue Exorcist, which, which has very similar vibes. Um, There's a lot of similar vibes. There's a lot of crossover uh themes, mm-hmm. I think, with Blue Exorcist, definitely. Um, I think it might have been on Netflix. It definitely was very big, very popular um, in terms of the Western anime world. It was one of the big uh, shonens to kind of come back after the big three left us when naruto mm. and bleach ended what's the other one uh dragon ball z oh of course which yes. kind of has never really gone away it's only changed mm. form and turned into super saiyan 5 and hey it's editing sam don't listen to podcast sam he doesn't know what the hell he's talking about the big three was naruto bleach and one piece not dragon ball because dragon ball had finished its run by that point in the early 2000s Get it right next time, idiot. Well, I mean, isn't Naruto still going as well? Well, I, it, well <laughs> it's it's Naruto's son. It's Boruto. And we, I, mm. Yeah, but it's a franchise. What about what about um? What was the other one? I've, I've forgotten already. Bleach. Bleach. Yeah, Bleach is actually 
coming back. Ooh. It's uh, the anime ended before the uh, the manga wrapped up, and then now that the manga's finished and has been finished for some time, they're actually bringing Bleach back to do the Thousand Year Blood War arc this October. Wow! So you better catch up, Will, because <laughs> we'll need to watch the Thousand Year Blood War arc together. Sure, sure. I mean, I, I I'll, only three hundred episodes. I'm happy to go in blind. Let's put it that way. I'm happy to go in blind. Um. Oh wow! To, to skip the entirety of the franchise, but okay. Yep. Um. Okay. This week we're watching Black Clover, as you probably guessed from the title. Um. We're not. We're not like. <laughs> pulling the wool over your eyes and just putting a random show in the title and then talking about something completely different. <laughs> something completely different. <laughs> Sam, why would anyone want to watch Black Clover? What does it bring to the table? Well, do you like never giving up? I always love never giving up. In fact, actually giving up is quite satisfying sometimes. You know, when you're just like, I, I just, I'm just not going to bother. I'm going to go do something else. It's just like, you know what? I'm done. I'm, done. I'm walking yeah. away. Dropping the mic. I don't care. <laughs> uh, do you like... Shonen protagonists not and fun magical systems. Oh, I love fun. No, I, I says, love fun magical systems. That's why I tried to tie them together <laughs> oh, to try and bait you that's into like, it. That's like in uh, in Congress when they attach a bill to to a bigger bill to, to get it passed. It's like we're going to vote for this, and then this seed little thing on the side. But don't worry about the seed little thing on the side. Just worry about this big thing that every look save the children. We've changed the rules so that everyone wants to things st- are good for the kids now. Everybody but wants also to save we the children. can track every move you make. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> precisely. Thanks, government. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you're as bad, Sam. You, you've just yeah. proven you're as bad as them. Oh, God. Maybe I'm the bad guy. Yeah, maybe you are the bad guy. Maybe I was, like, this is my villain arc. <laughs> it was Earth all... I don't know why that came into my head. Um, okay. <laughs> Planet of yeah, the Apes. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So if you like Shonen, you like cool magic systems. If you like some fairly high-quality bro bonding, mm. then Black Clover might be the show for you. Shall we get into our tear down of this show sure let's do it all right well what's happening here what's happening in these first three episodes of black clover you tell the audience once i close the blinds because the sun is beating my ass today (laughs) okay um so (laughs) sam's just gone i can't work out and and sam's not gonna be able to hear this so it's really pointless me talking without sam hearing because i've got a question um yeah, I'm just gonna just gonna wait until he's back. I wonder, I wonder how far away his blinds are. He's taking his sweet ass time, um, and um, then they pull out the tiny little uh, cockroach from the back of the. Sorry, Sam. Oh, so, so, yeah. <laughs> Co- uh, Did we watch the same? Sh- I'm back, by the way. Yeah. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll, you'll enjoy listening to that back. I didn't start because my first thing I was going to ask was a question and you weren't here. So I was just rambling. <laughs> I was just like, can't, can't do this. Can't do this it's, without it. It's, it's basically summertime here. I cannot have direct exposure to sunlight or my white ass will burn. Yes, but you do realize that based on the premise of this show, I can't do this without you. Like, I, I can't do this if you're not here listening because then I've got nothing. I've got no feedback. I need feedback. Yeah, you've got me in a box there. You, you you're right. I apologise. Okay. I'm here. I'm here for you and your little cockroach friend. Thank you. Um, Whatever that might mean. <laughs> so we mentioned up top that this there's some similarities between this and um, what was it? Uh, Blue Exorcist. Blue Exorcist. Um, the start. Two babies born to in that <laughs> that might be brothers are born into a, the house of a priest that can do magic of some uh-huh. sort that raises them 
One is mm. a douchey, solemn character that does everything really well and excels at everything. And one is a bouncy teen who doesn't re- can't really wow. do anything and is just very energetic and gets makes a mess of everything. Wow. <laughs> You know, you know, phrasing it that way, <laughs> you're right. There are a remarkable amount of similarities to this. I'm starting to think Black Clover might have started copying some homework. Yeah, and the fact that, like, in Blue Exorcist, he's the son of the devil, and in this, he gets the devil thing as well. A demon Dem- power. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, yeah. Who, who's winning a fight, though, based on the first three episodes of each? Who's winning, Astro or Rin? First on the first three episodes... Yeah. Um, well, which point in the first three episodes? At the end of episode three? <laughs> okay, let's go ep- episode one. <laughs> Beginning of episode one, both of them, versus the end of episode three, both of them. Okay. Beginning of episode one, you know. I mean, like, Asta's got nothing. You know. No, 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 no. I mean, I mean, Asta versus Rin. Oh, okay. Asta versus Rin. Because you know he's just going to wipe the floor with everybody. This Not is like true. you've seen his wind magic. He sliced a rock in half. Like, he did. He did. I don't care how many guns that uh, Yukiro has. <laughs> you know, uh, well, then again, magic versus guns. Mm. Holy guns as what well. What was the show we watched recently where it was like, oh, yeah, the most powerful, the most powerful quirk, gun. <laughs> My hero. No. We established it's the most powerful power. No, but that was the one with the, uh, uh, the, this, what, what, what? I can't, I can't. Thoughts merging. It was the one with um, the 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 mecha suit, the superhero, where he turned into a Power Ranger. Um, and then they went, oh, Platinum Man. Yeah, Platinum Man. Metropolitan Man. Man. Yeah. Uh, we need to just have a Battle Royale episode because it's it, <laughs> so it many. Carnage. Um, Rin and Asta. Wow. So Rin is Blue Exorcist. Yes. Yeah? Yes. Okay. He's the son of Satan. Um, with the Fire Sword. So at the beginning, he doesn't believe in demons and can't do anything. Um, so, <laughs> and he's just like, yeah, flummoxing around, just bumbling around trying to get stuff done. But he's kind of strong. He's, he, is he, is that proven at the beginning? Yeah, he carries all those boxes. He does carry a lot yeah. of boxes. You're right. You're right. So probably Rin, because Asta is an idiot. But like, he is an idiot, but can Rin do. Oh, so he's strong as well. Ups. He's strong as well. Oh, no. That, That's like his whole thing. That's Astra's entire <laughs> shtick. <laughs> oh, you're, throw, you're, throwing, you're throwing curveballs at me here, Sam. You, you, can't, you can't dangle Rin being keep strong. Keep you on your toes. <laughs> and then go, ah, yes, Rin is strong, remember? Ah, but so's Astra. Now, screw you. I got you. Astra's strong too. Uh. <laughs> what happens when an Im- Im- immovable idiot meets an unstoppable twat? <laughs> <laughs> <don't know. laughs> you know. Wow. Yeah. Um, okay, I don't know. It's 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 a tie. You, you know, it's going to be one of those comical situations where those slapstick moments where they both charge at each other and both knock each other out, and they're just both collapsed on the floor with cross cross truth, swirly eyes because with the swirly yeah. eyes and a big big lump yeah. on their head. Um, or they become best friends. Or they become best friends. So in the first three episodes. We get to in- we get introduced to Asta and Yuno, who are these brothers, and they turn up at a priest's house as babies. And he's like, "I'm going to look after you." Apparently, there's some sort of that they they sort they don't really say how they turned up, but it feels like there's some sort of baby delivery service going on because it, the way they baby delivery because service. it's like, oh, we weren't expecting you guys, or like I don't know. He's very casual about the fact that he's just had babies delivered to him, 
Um, yeah, two kids just like thrust upon him. But this seems to be a, quite a, a recurring thing as well, because this church seems to be the local orphanage. So yes. wherever they are located in this uh, magical world, remember the world where magic is everything. Mm, it Do is, not forget yes. that magic is the most important thing. It's the most, Will, it's the most important yes, Sam, thing. And it. don't you goddamn forget yep. it. That is fine. We get it. We get it. It's, it's, it's important in this world. Um, Very important. Yeah. So. But what do you do if you have no magic? That's the thing, because Asta doesn't have any magic. Um, he also can't stop being a hyped-up douchebag. Um, and he, he's basically... Yeah, he, he's a bit greater. Yeah, he's basically... Oh, my God. When he's, when he's talking to... When he's talking to the... Sister Lily. Yeah, Sister constantly. Lily. Constantly. Just pl- hate playing it. the James Bond card. <laughs> 50 no's and a yes means yes. <laughs> oh no <laughs> sure no <laughs> um so he's so he's got no magic and his brother character who we don't actually know if they're brothers because they kind of make a big deal that he's not they're not brothers you know has all the magic and can do loads of cool stuff he's very talented very magical and um very handsome as asked to keep saying as well Damn, i didn't really clock that okay very handsome as well um and their fir- the first three episodes track their development in getting a grimoire, which is a magical book that everyone gets yep. when they turn 15, and it mm-hmm. enhances their magical power. Yeah, so everybody's got an innate amount of magic and like a certain uh, affinity towards an element, but the grimoire gives them uh, very specific spells. So mm. in these first few episodes, we see people who get their grimoires uh, they leaf through and there's blank pages. Now, right. as your magic develops and you practice with it, the pages fill in with new spells oh. that do something a, a lot more specific. So what we see in the first three episodes, we see some people using kind of telekinetic magic to um, plow the fields, some basic water and wind magic to just kind of dry clothes and water the crops. Um, but once you get the grimoire, uh, the magic starts getting a lot crazier and, and a lot more uh, specific to the user. Okay, that's very, very interesting. Um, because just, yeah, so it is, it's, it, but it is, a, it's a completely separate entity to the magic in themselves because, yes. So it's not really an enhancement, it's something altogether different. It's like a tool that is specific to you, but still doesn't, because it clearly doesn't need magic to use, because the whole point is Asta doesn't have any innate magic, but he still gets given a grimoire. Yep at the end of episode two and it's all like oh wow this is weird this has never happened before and it's all very exciting um mm. and, that, and and that's sort of the big twist at the end of that episode and into episode three right yeah is that somebody with no magic and wasn't selected uh, by the grimoire suddenly gains this uh special special book mm. um but everybody else it, it's typical that basically Everybody in this world has a grimoire of some sort with their own unique powers. Uh, and we learn about uh, from the antagonist um, of these first three episodes that grimoires can be stolen or removed and taken away. Uh, there are collectors who are looking for certain rarities of uh, grimoires as well. Yeah, but they can't use them, right? You can still only use it yes. if it's assigned to you, if it's sort of given to you. Who's, who's- Yeah, it's kind of like fingerprint coded to you. yeah who's dishing these out like 
Like, <laughs> who's given who's given these just books out? These, ra- these random old Yen Sid style wizards in towers, <laughs> just like scattered around the the I don't know the like country. He keeps he yeah. keeps the books, but does he actually? He doesn't actually like orchestrate who gets what book, does he? He's just sort of like no, the books kind of choose the wielder one so chooses the, the book. wizard mr potter that has always been wow. yeah. very good yes uh the the books choose the user based on again their affinity with one another and, so and penis and there are different levels yes very true which is why um astor's micro penis resulted in him having uh the very rarest of all books and you know the giga schlong chad that he is got the uh the mega rare super rare gachapult of all of the grimoires yeah there were there were some definite uh penis references in in that first episode when they got all got the books um or was it the second episode <laughs> Might be the se- whenever it was um i loved i love that scene though when Aster's standing there just going um excuse yeah. me i didn't get one <laughs> then the episode just like cuts to commercial break yeah I, there, there are some good moments um i I love his training, and I know it's just that can-do attitude, mm. but it's so bla- it's so on the on the nose. It it makes it funny because it's just like I can't do mm. magic, so I'm going to go into the woods every day or into this weird school place and just I just get fucking swole. just get swole. Just just going to do press ups. Just going to do <laughs> ha- handstand push ups with one hand. Until I'm absolutely stacked and sit ups. I bet you can't do sit ups yeah. this fast. <laughs> Proceeds to just break the sound barrier with his core muscles alone. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. There, there, there are some good moments like that, but it, uh, he is very grating. Um, okay, so where do we want to go? Aster is um, yeah. Since we're talking about Aster, uh, what do you think of that whole? Because I, I when I proposed the show to you, I thought to myself, okay. Will's biggest complaint whenever that we watch Shonen is that he hates that I can never give up. I never say die. I'll never stop trying to be the best attitude. Mm. And Asta is literally all of that kind of wrapped into one yeah. on top of being a sex pest towards <laughs> uh, members of the cloth. Yeah. And also he screams a hell. Yeah. Uh, did you watch in English or Japanese? English. Because I think he's not, he's not as screamy in English. Mm. He's very... Like, so many people dropped Black Clover when it first started because they got like a new voice actor in to voice Aster. Right. And this was like his big break. Mm. And the only direction he got was just shout. <laughs> okay. And that's all he does for the first... And I, it was like going back in time to a simpler a simpler place where the only thing that I had to worry about was my neighbours complaining about Aster screaming. Yeah, yeah. But what did you think to... Um, Asta as our protagonist, and then the juxtaposition with him and Yuno. Um, again, some of my criticisms about their relate- relationship are very reminiscent of Blue Exorcist because I don't get Yuno's hatred of. It's not like in we talked about it in Blue Exorcist, but that idea that these guys have grown up together, they were friends, and apparently this event happened that changed them both and be, made you know very serious and made Asta changed as well somehow. Even though he hasn't really, <laughs> but they, they do comment that he's changed, but he's exactly the same in my opinion. Um, and then from there on, you know, I, I, you know, sort of keeps Asta at arm's length. 
sort of puts him down a lot and just yeah. ignores him for large portions of their life, apparently. And, you know, Asta keeps trying to sort of antagonize him a little bit and, you know, sort of just ignores him. We find out that this whole incident was Asta saving Yuno's life, really, and yeah. instilling this desire and this yearning for greatness to become the wizard dude. And the wizard, the Hokage. Yeah. The, the, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> and I don't get that he, he makes some comment about, like, well, why would I be nice to my rival? Like, shut up. Like, I, I, I don't know. I just feel it's a bit, it's a bit weak. You know, he's like, he's introduced as being this kind of too cool for school, aloof prodigy. And even when Asta doesn't get his grimoire, he walks past him and says, it's impossible for you. Mm. Like, because the guy tells Asta to wait until next year. And you know, it has seemingly at this point just disregarded Asta completely. And it's only, only when Asta gets his uh, five leaf grimoire that you know then suddenly recognizes him and he he has the gall to say oh uh, no no oh i knew that it's my rival would not get a grimoire no it is actually just before that though because he pipes up when asta is down and beaten and he pipes up and he's like yeah but he's also chained up so he's like his only hope <laughs> is asta who has just been like what so you're saying that you're saying there's a deeper motive here in this shonen anime he just wants to survive and he's like okay what, is, what what can i say to like give me the biggest chance of survival right now okay let's just hype up the pips yeah. and just hope that he just pulls something out of his ass and like hope, and to be fair hope that he can like when asta jumps until someone else comes along and helps <laughs> Yeah, let's hope that he serves as enough of a meat bag to just <laughs> distract him until the if he, big if old he's good wizard at anything, comes outside. Yeah, where was the wizard during this? Yeah. <laughs> if he's good at anything, it's getting his ass beat. So come on, Asta, don't let me down now. <laughs> come on, Asta. I've seen you take punches from Sister Lily three <laughs> times as strong as that. By the way... You can get back By up. the way, Sister Lily... Oh, sorry, that was an accident. Of course it was Sister Lily. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. sure. To be fair, power to her. Yeah, yeah. Honestly? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, you're just not kidding. You're if someone's going to be hounding you that You're much. just not kidding anyone, mate. Like, you, you opened the book. You, you, you did the spell. You did the magic. Like, is there a thing where these books are used on sort of impulse and things like that where they can just sort of go off like like a a dodgy loaded glock just just sort of a dodgy loaded glock exploding. um i don't believe so yeah, see, like, she's, bullshitting. she's bullshitting. certain people don't have to, you don't have to do like incantations and stuff certain people can use spells very quickly but there's no kind of it's not like built on emotion <laughs> or reaction or like you know if you get if you lose control of your emotions it then does something weird that, that can, so I guess minor spoilers, but I'll be vague enough about it. Um, emotion comes into the generation of new spells, but you're aware that the new spell has become available to you. It's kind of like you've got enough skill points or anger yeah. points and you've just like bought the new ability. Mm. Um, but there's a couple of spells that you can activate that, that have like set triggers. Right. But there's nothing that just kind of the, the book doesn't tend to act on its own accord 
Except maybe (laughs) Asters. Except maybe when it does. Except when the power of Shonen kicks in. (laughs) The ultimate power in every universe. Um, Friendship. Okay, fair enough. I mean, that is vague enough, I think. So that I didn't get my question. um, That's great. Um, Okay, so... Very good. The exposition in this show is pretty heavy in episode one and two, isn't it? Yeah, and it also goes at like a breakneck speed, I feel. This show yeah. is very fast-paced for a shonen. Mm. Um, let's compare it. For example, I said Hokage earlier. Let's compare it to Naruto. Okay, God, think um, about it, yeah. Or even, even to Bleach um, as well. But within these first three episodes, we're introduced to the world, the two main protagonists, the magic system, we have a fight, and then they're off already to Hogwarts slash Ninja Training Academy slash the Soul Society. Yeah, they're they're off on their mission, and they arrive at the city at the end of episode. They've three. already had six months of Whereas, training. Yeah, and again, the time skip is just massive. So they're already push pushing their way on onwards to being sixteen. Mm. <gasps> Too old for a shonen protagonist. Yeah, but. In addition to that, we're also fed all this backstory about um, how magic works, how ingrained magic is in the society, how the fact that they're in the boonies, they're out in like yeah, yeah, basically yeah. redneck America <laughs> of this world, how they're struggling to survive, how there are different levels of grimoire. Mm. There's the three star that most people get, then you know has yeah. the three leaf clover, the <laughs> three star, <laughs> too much gadget. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, know gets the four leaf, and then. Asta has this anomaly in the five leaf and everything's kind of just thrown at you. Yeah. All whilst you've just got this screaming teenager in the background just running around doing stuff. What did you think of that kind of pace and did it work for you? Did it did you absorb a lot of it? Yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought um it was refreshing to get through a lot of the stuff that sometimes can turn people off if it takes too long. I thought it, it, apart from Asta's, sorry, apart from Asta's over the topness, right. um, mm-hmm. I thought it worked quite well. I enjoyed learning about things. Uh, look, I think if you're going to be unapologetically expositional, if that's a thing, then just own it and go it's for it. Now. And that, that's what they did. They were sort of like literally had the young boy explain stuff, just outright explain stuff. Um, it, mm-hmm. There was they had the storybook telling all the past. Yeah, there was a voiceover dude. There was, there was the tool. old man who explained how things would work. Um, there was there was yep. quite a lot of just blatant exposition. So yeah, I, I enjoy I enjoyed that side of it, and I think um, by episode three, it the pace has slowed down again. So do you know what I mean? When mm-hmm. they go on their journey, they go on their quest, and yeah, and there's also episode two. I really like that montage. The flashback, which breaks it up a little bit and gives you a bit of backstory. So I, I don't think it's too much. And I think the world, there, I, do, I did have questions about the world and I was glad mm-hmm. that they answered them when they did because sometimes... So quickly. Cause, yeah, because sometimes sometimes you just want to be in the world and when they, if, if it's not for a specific purpose, sometimes, some, sometimes shows withhold information for far too long that mm-hmm. doesn't really yeah. add much but it's necessary to understand the plot. Um, yeah. Like things to do, like... Looking at you, One Piece. <laughs> well, I, I was thinking, it was one of my major criticisms criticisms with Studio Ghibli and their, like, Spirited Away and stuff, where, like, 
Right. And, you right. know, there's reasons for why they do it, but that's sometimes hard for me to get on board with. If like there's things that I don't know and can't work out because I'm an idiot, then I'd, I'd quite, <laughs> sometimes I just want a little bit more information, a little bit more context before getting involved and immersed in the world. And I think this does that fine. I think that's one of Black Clover's strengths as well, because this, from the outset, is trying to be that long-running shonen, that show that is the new generation's version of Naruto or uh, Bleach or Dragon Ball or whatever it, like the the shonen of the uh, the week was back in the mm. day. It's trying to be this new generational version of that, yeah, and it understands almost that we can't get to that level nowadays because the attention span of the reader and the oversaturation <laughs> of the anime and manga market by shonen properties is huge and so to differentiate yourself mm. you need to just go okay here's the world here's the characters it's a pitch here's a cool power boom it is it really is and i'm pretty sure that the first three episodes of this show only adapt the first chapter of the manga wow. now you think of that so the very first chapter of any shonen series is usually about 50 pages long. That is an insane amount of information to convey in 50 pages yeah. and then be like, okay, cool. Story starts now. See you next week. <laughs> the balls of this show yeah. to just go, I, it, I'm i unabashedly shonen. And I'm going to yeah. wear it as a badge of honor. Let's well, go, it's, boys. It's it's clearly aimed at 12-year-old boys who want to have oh, superpowers yeah. and or magic. And I think... Fine, yeah, I, I I really enjoyed it. I, I I'll tell you what though, let's let's take it a little bit more seriously with the way the the quality of this show because I don't want to say that this is fast food. Yep. It's fast, but I think the mm -hmm. quality is there. Like the way they end episode one and episode two, like there is there oh, is some episode three to be kiss. fair. Like just I think yeah. What? Well, how does episode one end again? Yeah, the, so episode oh, one it's when he gets the, is when he gets the big sword, the grimoire, and he goes, uh, the the grimoire, the the clover is made of faith, hope, yes. love, and the fourth leaf is luck, yeah. and inside the fifth leaf is a demon, <laughs> and it just cuts to uh, the op, and it's just like what, yeah, oh, it's so. And then episode two, and and you're so right with the way that these episodes end because episode two ends on that beautiful, um fist bump ending in the twilight hour yes. and the and the ed starts coming in as they're talking yeah. and it's just and oh, it's, it's like those so piano good. keys <laughs> oh it's just i yeah and i can't help but like get worked it. up about it, and, help it and feel those goosebumps coming it's down out of your control the, they no one has they knew that they had a good thing here and they knew exactly they knew how again to play this out. was one chapter mm -hmm. And they knew the perfect moments to break it up with. And a lot of people would criticize a show for spending most of your second episode not doing the badass fight with mm. the cool new power you found at the end of episode one, but having a flashback. But by God, does Black Clover have the confidence to just run with it and actually make it pay yeah. off? I, th I think um, it's, it'd be very difficult to watch that as any hot-blooded young teen and not be sort of caught up in the whole hype of everything like when he pulls that giant sword out and he's just and you see that look so in his eyes and it's like oh my goodness what is what is he taking um and then i like that there seems to be this this theme with aster 
from the flashback and even when he pulls the sword out the first time that there's a little bit broken with this oh, kid. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because he just takes that beating from that like fully grown drunk adult. Yeah. I think like it's nothing. Yeah. His his mental state is very much like I'm just I, I don't care what happens to my body. I'm just going to push myself to the absolute breaking point. And yeah, it's that mm-hmm. shonenist I'm never going to give up sort of attitude, but it's, it's, it's a bit nuanced because it's, it's not, it's out of frustration and spite and sort of envy. It's like, it's the only thing he can do. It's the only, yeah, exactly. He's found the one thing. He can't do anything else. It's, it's, it's for whatever reason, he's down on his luck and he's just like barreling headfirst into potentially carnage. Like, Everyone else is like, you're going to kill yourself. You, you just, you're not going to do what you want to do. And there's every opportunity for him to be broken. And he's, 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 he is weaker than other people in sort of magical sense yeah. and things like that. So yeah, I don't know. It, it's, it's cool to see him sort of crack. Cause, cause I think that's the other thing. Um, you know, in the training montage, we sort of see, you know, upping his game and trying to push himself. But he's always going to have a mm. level of protection that Asta doesn't. For everything that you know does, Asta has to, has to, Asta has to, Asta has to, Asta has to work <laughs> 10 times harder to achieve a fraction of mm. the same goal. And it's just watching him push and push and push, um, is, is pretty, pretty impressive. It, there's something kind of it, almost inspiring about it as well. Of course. Is, I mean, that is showing just like you're saying. Yeah. It's to push yourself and to kind of give you something to like an idealize and something to to latch onto this kind of mm. hopeful outlook but i think what's even and you touched upon it with saying about that side by side training montage aster even by virtue of of his magic which is a physical sword yeah <laughs> he's got to put he has to put his body on the line whereas any magic user that we've seen thus far they're kind of removed from the combat. Mm. Yuno's training is just him chopping like wood. Yeah, yeah. And we see that, he, yeah, his stamina is getting lower, but like, what's he actually like? Is he sore? Probably not. He's he's probably exhausted, but there's no pain there. Whereas with Asta, that physical training, the by just by virtue of doing a thousand push-ups or sit-ups or whatever, yeah. a thousand slashes of a, a slab of metal. <laughs> there's going to be pain involved in that. So he's automatically, not only is he starting from a further back point, but for him to compete on the same level, he's still having mm. to exert a kind of yeah. power and experience a kind of fatigue and pain that these other mages just won't understand. At, at this, Which is why it's really frustrating when Yuno is able to somehow keep up with him in terms of oh, running, running pe- when they're yeah. running towards the capital. Yeah, that is frustrating. He's, <laughs> and I'm like, he's got longer legs. this man trains every single day <laughs> And he's out of breath the same time as you know. Yeah. Miss me with that shit. Yeah, that is frustrating. Maybe he's got like magical endurance. Maybe he's got some sort of magical spell that gives him that endurance. So now, so Asta's actually still had to catch up with all his training. That's that's what you could. There's a, yeah, you could, you could argue it that way, definitely. Yeah. There is a great moment when they're racing back to the church yeah. and... um. They, the kids go, oh yeah, Yuno was just that fraction of a second faster. And I go, yeah, but Aster is carrying like a ton slab of metal on his shoulder like it's nothing. Are we not going to just 
acknowledge this insane feat. Nobody seems to acknowledge how strong this kid is. <laughs> like when he charges the chain guy yeah, yeah. And, and he finally hits him, we see veins popping off of this kid's muscle. Yeah, off his legs and things. He's they too powerful. Sort of pop out of themselves, evolve. Um, it's like the Hulk transforming. Um, yeah, I, I think... Um, is is his sword the only power, the only magic he gets at this stage? Because obviously that's all we've seen. But like, are there mm. other things he can do as a base level, or does he have to learn everything else on top? So you get hints in this episode of what the sword can do and what Aster's uh, grimoire does for him mm. uh, in terms of his abilities, um, and that seems to be to cancel out the magic of other people. So when he swipes it, the chains evaporate. Oh, okay. So Ooh. that's essentially Aster's uh, skill set. So I'm not going to get too spoilery because yeah, yeah. I don't think they outright say what his power is uh, in the first three. But you get the idea that the sword itself is able to break through uh, other people's magic. Okay. Um, Let's talk about that scene then with the chain guy. Because oh. that is... It's a pretty, I mean, we've touched on it a lot. Like when we see him broken down there and then mm. I don't, I don't like the slapstick when, when he enters and slaps into the wall. I mean, that's just so. Yeah, I agree. Terrible moment. Doesn't work at all. Yeah. Takes away from it. Yeah. But I think everything post that yeah. moment. Great. Um, for context, do you want to give uh, the listeners some context? What, like, what's happening so, there? So, Why so is chain, Aster getting into this so fight? So Chainman has, um, what's the word, uh, jumped, basically. Uh, you know, he's walking alone down this sort of alleyway. It's like some sort of, uh, I don't know what it's called. doesn't really matter. Just this alleyway, let's say. And Ch- yeah. Chainman attacks him to steal his grimoire and sell it on to the, to the highest bidder. And he's fairly competent at magic. He's, you know, fully developed he used to be a member of whatever guild they're sort of aiming towards the magic knights Knights. got kicked out uh for being a naughty boy and basically he then is uh, being a bit of a rapscallion and trying to make money elsewhere so he attacks you know you know gets chained up pretty easily and then it looks like all hope is lost because he's got his book and uh, asta has to come in and save the day unfortunately he's never really come up Face to face with someone of this level of skill, even even half this level of skill, like he can't beat you know. So like, it's, it, he never stood a chance. But he sort of dives in yeah. headfirst to defend his brother's honor and to get his brother's grimoire back, and gets absolutely pounded on, absolutely, pounded absolutely on. shredded. Yeah. And the dude's magic just and there's a really, I guess, nicely censored, I suppose. Uh, showing of the chains just flying past this silhouette of Aster and like they're cutting him apart yeah. here yeah. and because it almost looks like he's about to do something incredible because he starts that fight running towards him he's using his, his physicality and his speed and his kind of oh, like yeah, he dodges agile yeah, nature yeah, so he actually gets gets through a to, little bit and he gets up close and it almost looks like he's about to land a hit and you know that that's going to hurt for somebody who's hiding behind a grimoire and hiding behind a book. But as the guy says, magic's just overpowering. Yeah. 
and the chain magic manages to catch him, hold him in place, and then these spike chains just shred the boy and throw him into a wall. And Aster starts having this moment of weakness where he's reflecting back on what he's done so far and is this the limit of what he can do and is this what it means to fight somebody with magic? Mm. And he's almost broken and we talked about it earlier. You know, in his bid to survive, yeah. shouts out and tries to <laughs> con- rally Aster. Because yeah. he looks like he's going to give it- up, doesn't he? He's, he's just, he's done. Yeah. And then and he's closing his eyes. Yuna gives him this inspirational, I always believed in you speech. And then he, he stands up. Oh, well, he opens his eyes first and the check and starts talking and that freaks the chain dude out. He's, he stumbles back. He's like, what? You're still talking? How are you still going? <laughs> <laughs> I punctured your lung. <laughs> um, and then he gets the grimoire and pulls a giant ass sword mm. out of it. Very, is it, it's very bleach esque sort of. No, very bleach yeah. with the massive katana. Yeah. This is more of, I don't even know. There's no, I guess, real world comparison for this sort. Of, I, Cloud Strife from Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. It's a yeah. buster yeah, sword. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's how big it yeah. is. Yeah. Um, and he just hooks out basically and goes to town on this dude. He gets all red ringed around the eye. He looks very sort of devilish, I guess possessed and episode three then shows us the fight which is good i mean the 3d animated chains are a bit yeah janky. there's a little bit of jank with the yeah. with the chains i i will agree but i think it 100 percent makes up for it with aster's uh swing uh, what, what did you think of the animation during aster's counterattack? i thought it was very good like it's, it's a fairly modern show isn't it i think I expect a yeah. lot when it when it's when it's a newer thing, newer sort of property. But uh, I, I enjoyed it. It worked. It landed, and it was just you felt it. It was visceral. It was impactful. It was good. Absolutely. <laughs> so, for if you're thinking of uh, picking up the show, basically the animation style, which up until this point has been kind of fairly standard, it's, it's been good. Mm. It looks yeah. nice. It's a good use of lighting and everything else. When Aster pulls out this buster sword and goes for the kill all the color evaporates and it goes into this kind of black and white almost sketchy look where the you can see the individual lines drawn on ass's face and he does this big swing it's big powerful emotions and then he lands the impact and it just explodes and it is just so goddamn <laughs> good and I just it, wanna, it's I just, just wonderful I just want to bottle it and drink it up every day I actually do. I I have, admittedly, a bias when it comes to these kind of big shonen moments when they decide, ah, no, it's that raw <laughs> and it's trying to show off like the passion and the drive of the protagonist that everything else is blotted out. And it is that, for me, my interpretation of when this happens in, in anime is that the singular thing that the character can focus on is that exact moment, which is why everything disappears. It is just... That focus on punching somebody really hard, <laughs> which, you know, yeah. violence might not always be the answer, <laughs> but in this case, it looks really cool and I dig yeah. it. No, absolutely fair. Um, okay, shall we talk OP? <gasps> yes, let's talk OP and ED. Uh, what were your thoughts on Haruka Mirai or Running to the Future as the OP? I thought it was awesome. I absolutely loved it. 
Amazing. I thought so the, good. The song itself is just it's just timed to perfection, like with the guitar build up mm. and just I I really and and the animation as well. I think there's you know there's you've got some pretty good. You've got some character designs in there. Obviously, you've got some typical um, shonen-y or, or anime in general tropes in there. But there's yeah. loads of action. There's I like the book inky bleedy book flip thing that it does at the beginning where it's the inky bleedy book flip yes, thing. Yeah, that's what they describe it as in the uh, yeah. Uh, and there's from, <laughs> some fun stuff with the brotherly. The split screen, um, where you've got yeah, 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 definitely, yeah, really, really cool. And there's a, and and then it just ends with the big ass sword, which why not? You know, it's it's, mm. it's good. What are your thoughts? Very good. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I fucking love this opening, yeah. and I am gonna say that it is, and again, bias coming in. This song in particular with this series does my favorite anime trope of all time. And they always use this OP for it. Okay. And that is, the cards are down, Will. Yeah. We're losing the fight. Yeah, yeah. But we're rallying. And as we rally, we're about to do our big finishing move. And what's that I can hear in the background? What is it? Oh this, my God, Sam? Will. What we're 50 it? episodes in. All right. It's the first OP. Oh. The first OP's playing <laughs> in the background, Will. I can't lose. <laughs> I simply cannot lose now. Oh, okay. Nice. <laughs> But it, this show, there's, I think, three particular moments where they use this OP to highlight a battle scene and like a big pivotal character mm. moment. And I joke about this with uh, Perry a lot, where if a show puts the OP over the top of any kind of battle scene, I automatically give it one extra point <laughs> on my scoring system. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> because it could be the worst show ever, but if they nail that timing with the OP, oh, yeah chef's kiss yeah i will admit though yeah my biases aside i don't think that the visuals are great for this interesting it does if it very much falls into that trap for me of being a every anime opening ever it is just and, and again that's what Black Clover is trying to do. It's trying to be every anime ever. It wants to be a long-running shonen that just keeps going and showing off its big cast of characters and having them do some action beats in the OP, but it's too early to show any of the really cool powers yet, so we have mm. to just have Asta dodging explosions and running up the side of a wall, yeah. I suppose. Yeah. But... I mean, that, that's, yeah, that's The fair. song is... Uh, the, the, Mm-hmm. I think I I, I yeah. the song the song lands the song hits and I absolutely I did enjoy the visuals I thought they were pretty good. How do come um, I do, 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 do. I give it a girthy sword out of ten. Oh, I give it a not giving up is my magic out of ten. Not giving up is my magic out of ten. Yeah, okay, fair. Both both very good, but seen before, but. We we love mm-hmm. it. We love it. We love it still. Okay. But we love it. We love to see it. Um, How about the ED then? What were your thoughts? I actually really like the song. Um, yeah. The, the visuals are basic as hell, but like fine. And I, I, I enjoyed the song. I, I have it. I can't really remember much. I just remember that I liked it. Um, thoughts? So it's piano keys coming right, in. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I re- If I remember correctly, this happened a couple of times as the series went on. I think this is the series director 
Solo animated this. Now, I could be wrong, um, but I know that he, at the very least, storyboarded a lot of Ooh, it. Because actually. The, the, the guy who directed... Hmm? I'm just watching it again. And I the it, it was a bit harsh for me to say that they don't do anything with the visuals. The I really enjoy the animation. The animation was all right. I think it's the way it starts off is just character stills it, with a bit of sort of watercolor-esque. Yeah. And then... It's that yeah. they sort of do. I love those it. colors. Yeah, I, the colors I are love cool. how soft they are, and it's that real focus on the two, like Aster and Yuno together, and like their, yeah, I guess flip sides of the same coin, but also just those. Ah, oh, I love the song, the and the way that they use it in these first three episodes to come in over the top of those pivotal scenes. And just oh. transition into the ED. Oh my god, it's just really nice. Okay, so I've just on YouTube gone to Black Clover's Clover endings one to twelve, and I'm just going along the scroll bar oh. at the bottom, and I'm just uh, yeah. And what can you see? Then? <laughs> I can see in twelve. Is it spoilers? Well, <laughs> it, it's potentially spoilers, but in twelve, it looks like they do the same yeah. thing. They go to sort of the same yeah. colours and the same tone as as OP one, which I am, I yeah, imagine yeah. hit hard when like people have seen that. Oh, dude, I was I was <laughs> on it when it when it came in. I was, like, and to make it even better, yeah. um, Aster's voice actor is also a really good singer, and he sang the song for ED twelve, right? Ah, uh, and cool. for this spin off uh, Black Clover anime opening as well. Huh. There you go. Yeah. Um, so yeah, music in this series really hits. It's really good, and they really lean into the theme music as part of the experience as you go later down the line. Cool. Um, any other odds and ends before we move into the big three questions? Just that I give the ED a right. uh, two bros fist bumping in the twilight hours of the day out of ten. Nice, nice. I'm going to give it a... Um, thousand hits of a tree stump to break down out to, to break down with awesome background music out of ten. Nice, yeah. like a montage. Like a montage. Have a good- I love that his. Let's jump into the questions. Oh, no, 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 no I haven't finished. I need odds and ends. I love. I Sorry. love that his Continue. training doesn't change at all when he gets the grimoire. It's just instead of going from push-ups, to, it goes to slashing the sword against the tree over and over again. And I also, it's also really good for his character that he, even now that he's got a power, yeah. he doesn't lose the lessons that he's been teaching himself. Yeah. That like that regimen and that um, what's the word for it? Discipline. Discipline. Yes. To just to keep working on himself. He even though he now has this insane power, he's not letting himself rest. Ease rest up. And that is something to be admired. Yeah. Um, the other, the other thing is, I did laugh when he reacts to the boy who's like, "We can't do it. We can't do anything. It's not. Um, we don't get to have dreams." And he just, just as you think it's going to be this like poignant moment, and then he just shouts at the kid, "Don't ever say that again!" <laughs> it's just so, <laughs> such good like timing. He's just such so bullheaded. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's I'll let's get it. into the questions. Let's do it. 
So here at Gateway to the Anniverse, we'd like to ask three questions of the shows that we review. We ask, is the concept and the execution of these first three episodes good enough to hook a new time viewer? We ask, are there any turnoffs, anything that could push away a brand new viewer? And we ask about compelability, the watchfulness of a show where do you want to watch more, basically? Uh, Will, concept and execution, what do you think of Black Clover? I've just thought of another similarity with Blue Exorcist in that they both go off to magic school together. Uh, is it school? Well, I don't know. We just know it's the magic... No- well. You've, you, you said some sort of wizard camp or something that they go to sort of... I'll never tell. <laughs> um, right, annoyingly, Funimation played a long-ass trailer in before episode three of them arriving at this drunkard sort of place where everyone was like it was for this it was for for black clover they both enter and he's like i'm fine i'm one of these people and he sort of stands forward and they all ignore him and they're all like one of them's trying to shoot this flying guy out the sky and woman a well-endowed woman wakes up off the sofa and is sort of like regretting being drunk from the night like it seems like wait what yeah is that, is that that's a part of the show right yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the black balls that Asta ends up at but this was in a trailer yeah like it, it finished playing and i went on to try to go on to the next episode and this started and then it cut to cut back to the funimation's home screen and i was like i thought it was the beginning of episode three and i was like well, this is weird is this like a flash forward or or mm. what and then and then it finished and it was like black clover blah 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 and i was like what that's massive spoilers um yeah and then i had to find episode three a different way just found it on the list but it was, it was really bizarre i don't know whether i'd clicked the wrong thing or what but like it did seem to just be a random huh. trailer at the end of the episode so very annoying um okay so anyway just thought i'd point that out vent a little bit concept yeah. and next don't use funimation any everybody mm. go to crunchyroll Wait. use code gateway to the universe <laughs> we don't have the code i wish we had a code that was so nice anyway yeah tr- try it and try, execution you can try role. using that code see, see what happens yeah tap it in who knows maybe the intern who <laughs> yeah can like pull some strings yeah. for us um yeah so concept and execution i love the concept in that um it's magic and it's a world it's basically ma- it's ma- it's magic but also avatar in that it seems very elemental and oh, yeah. very sort of mm-hmm. you know a lot of them especially as children Damn, are using yeah. fire and water and wind and stuff like that. that that seems to be like the core of the innate magic that people have which is always very fun um and I, I love the 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 colors in this and the character designs and mm. the 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 sort of aesthetic uh, uh, that this show bills it's you know it's not nothing particularly revolutionary but i think they it's just high quality and i really like yeah i, I like Asta's design i think he it, i'm a sucker, yeah. sucker for the hair and the bandana yeah his little spiky gray hair I wanted to ask, oh and and yeah i wanted to go on well i wanted to ask you about the symbol on his bandana yeah the like the red x yeah because that's, I seem uh-huh. to see that a lot, like in characters' eyes, see, see it in Asta's eyes and people like, it's yellow though. And it's like, it's like that little star, the little cross star. And then like, yeah, I've seen that in a lot of other anime shows. I wondered whether, does that have any, because, because I've also seen it on people's, I, I swear you've got a face mask with that symbol on, like a black mask with like an orangey sort of 
cross. I've seen that symbol a lot everywhere. And I just wondered whether there was any that meant anything. Cross. Um, I guess the closest I could say that's commonly seen is it's kind of a sparkle. Yeah. If it's yellow. Yeah. It's, it's like a, it's a, a cross with kind of curved sides. Yeah. Yeah. Going into the four points. And that's usually used to represent a, a, a sparkle effect. And yeah, we it see is. This that's what it, I've just in... Googled it. It says anime clip art sparkle. So, but it, it just seems like mm. to also be on his bandana. And I've seen, I feel like I've seen it on like certain mm. characters clothing at times. And I just, don't yeah, I don't think there's any, any deeper meaning okay. to it uh, that I'm aware that's of. Fine. Um, and at this point, I will say that the bandana is a, uh, or that he's got at the moment is kind of a placeholder for the bandana that he gets when he joins Magic School. Okay. Um, cool. Which we'll see later on. Um, um, but yeah, in terms of concepts and execution, I agree with you. I think that the concept is very good. Um, it is not pretending to be anything more grandiose than it's trying to be. It is shonen made for shonen fans. And. I think the execution is very good. A scene that we didn't talk about was the cold open to episode three, where there's just the flashback to the Wizard King fighting a massive goddamn right, demon. Yeah. And it is just insanely well animated. Yeah. It is just this guy, without breaking a sweat, zipping around this demon as big as a mountain, throwing out energy swords and just shredding this creature. And then it just goes. Yeah, and so the Wizard King won. Back to Aster and Yuno. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, whoa! And and those moments, like we talked about, with the fist bump being uh, really well lit and the uh, that twilight oranges and the glow, character designs, and the animation of the fight itself, it's, it, it's really high quality. And I will say that episode three, after the Wizard King fight, is a bit more rough around the edges, and there's a few things that are kind of off-model. But... And as somebody who's watched the the entirety of this show, they know when to turn it up. Yeah. You know, they know which moments are really important, and they know to give that the absolute put the foot on the gas. Yeah, I didn't. Give I, it all I didn't got. watch episode three and think there was anything particularly bad about the animation. So I think as long as you can maintain a standard and then up up yeah. it for the big moments, I think that's absolutely fine. You know, we've talked about. Absolutely. We've talked about animators and sort of, you know, pay and working conditions before. And I think, you know, that, that that's just inevitable, mm-hmm. um, unfortunately. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So good concept and execution. No problems there. Yep. What about turnoffs? Are there anything, is there anything about this show that would turn people off um, watching it? Hasta? <laughs> I yeah. mean, and th- this is coming from having lived through the show airing. <laughs> a lot of people were turned off by Astor and his screaming and just how shonen it is. Like, yeah. we've praised it for that. But if you've watched loads of shonen, then I think that, that this could maybe just be, it's too much. Yeah, Like, it- it's trying to hit the tropes and... If you're not a fan of the genre or you're burnt out on the genre, then that could be a big counterpoint for you. Yeah, that's fair enough. Fair enough. But I I do think there is an, enough 
like, like I say, the endings of episode one and two in particular, I think that sort of, that high, that level of importance they put on this sort of inner strength and brotherly com- camaraderie. I think the way they mm. visualize that, the way they tell that story is so good. I think, you know, it's, it, it sort of, it's like, okay, I had to suffer through a little bit of gratingness with the character, but at the end of the day, that is pretty cool and really enjoyed it. Um, okay. Yeah. Final question then. Okay. Does do the positives and everything we've spoken about, like we've been fairly positive about this. And do, do we, do we mm-hmm. think that this does enough to overcome any doubt, any flaws and get into the anniverse? Can we show this to a novice or noob? I mean, it's, it's almost specifically designed to be shown to a novice or a noob. That was exactly what I was just about to say. I think if we're thinking of trying to get a new fan into anime, I don't think you can really find a better petri dish than black clover it's almost genetically engineered to just hook in somebody who's never watched anime before it's like oh yeah all that backstory bullshit and all this kind of weird stuff that you uh get over the course of five episodes here you go three episodes we're into the main plot let's go it's it's almost it's a 80s shonen or an or, or maybe even like a mid no, 80s shonen is too far back because that was really slow paced. <laughs> it's a mid 2000s shonen yeah. for the modern era, learning from pretty much all the mistakes of those shows and streamlined to be di- injected directly into a viewer's veins. I think, in terms of watching more, it nails it. I think that this is a very, very good gateway shonen. Yeah, I agree. I absolutely agree. Um, loved it. Really enjoyed it. Had a really fun time watching this and did want to watch more like immediately and had to sort of hold back watching anything else. So nice. I think this definitely goes into the universe. Uh, well done to Black Clover. I agree. Sam, the final question before we round up the show is how does it compare to oh, your yeah. anime list? Um, oh, I'll need to bring it up. Okay, so before, I need to think about yes, what I would give it what now. What would you right? give it now after our discussion and thinking back to you how you enjoyed it? What would you give it now? Oh. I will say that I was I really enjoyed going back to these first three mm. episodes. <laughs> but <laughs> oh man, <laughs> I reckon I probably gave this. Okay, no, no, no. I need so I need to go off just these first three episodes. I think maybe like a seven point five. Okay, I think. Okay, okay. I think it's. I think a seven point five is what I would say. Gut feeling okay. now. Let's. What did you think at the time? So when you do your anim, your anime listings, is that I'm assuming that's after you've watched yeah. the entirety of the show, usually. Yeah. So I'll finish the show before I uh, I give the rating. Um, because you know some shows how start that, off really how crap. How does that work with then, like? Because this is is this still going? Uh, Black Clover actually has uh, f- the anime has finished for now. Okay. It got to a uh, it introduced a few characters. And it got to kind of almost a natural stopping point, um, and it's now on break. Uh, and the manga actually has entered its final arc. It's t- the manga is taking a three month break. We're now about a month and a half into that. Uh, before 
it goes on its final sprint to the finish. Um, cool. Which means that within the next year or so, all the manga that I've been reading for the past five years and longer will have ended. No way. My Hero is ending. Black Clover is ending. One Piece, insanely, is actually coming towards a conclusion. <laughs> like, what? Wow. Oh. It's, it's, it's a beautiful time to be alive, Sam. It's a beautiful time to be alive. No, it's not. I, all my stuff is ending. Oh, but- anyway, I gave Black Clover yeah. scores in the doors, 170 episodes from 2017 to 2019. Yeah. People don't care. I People gave don't it. care this much, Sam. The, the build-up's not necessary. An eight. Oh, okay, yeah. I was, <laughs> I, I, I was think, feeling an eight. I was feeling an eight off the, off the back of these. So, interesting. That's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I really like Black Clover. I'm, I'm pretty biased and I'm really glad that you kind of got in on oh, the, yeah. uh, the hype as well. Yeah. All right. Brilliant. Well, let's leave it there. We, um, well done to Black Clover. Let's do it. Uh, it's, you're a great little show and that we can show pretty much anyone who we want to get into anime. So well done. You go into the universe. Um, we're going to move into Slice of Life where me and Sam have a little bit of a catch up outside of Black Clover and, uh, talk about what we've been up to this week. So it's time for us to just, sit back, relax, and digest the week's uh, entertainment. And yeah, if you're not sticking around for that because you don't care, that's fine. We'll see you next week. Um, Hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, and things if you want to uh, open the conversation about Black Clover or any other shows that you've been watching. I would like to know if you've stuck with Black Clover, if Asta was too grating for you, um, or if you managed to get Mm. through, uh, through, managed to ignore that and, and sort of enjoy the show for what it is, which is just... Well, uh, well constructed piece of shonen media, I guess. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll, see, we'll see you next week, guys. Welcome everybody to Slice of Life, the section of the show where we just have a bit of a catch up. We talk about what we've been watching or reading or doing in our general lives, and uh, yeah, it's basically it's a bit more chill, a bit more casual. Uh, what you've been up to, Will? Um, watching, reading, doing. I have been watching episodes four to nine of Death Parade. Um, ah, revisiting it. You said before the show, yes. Yeah. How you, how are you finding it so far? Episode four was because you're nearly done now. Yeah, there's only twelve, I think. So uh, I think I think mm-hmm. I think did I watch nine? I don't know whether I actually watched nine last night or whether I still got that to watch. But eight or nine, I've watched. Um, enjoying it a lot i think I, it's, it's something that i do want to see through because i think i need to know how it ends there's obviously things dripped in to this world that and uh, an overarching yeah plot. there's an overarching plot that you know i'm not as on board with as i thought i would be i usually love sort of a deeper message but the the premise of this show being standalone episodes and sort of having these two people and each one having a twist or like um, you know, you uncover things as it goes, this sort of detective sort of mystery element to it mm-hmm. was really, really good. And episode four was really, really good. I really enjoyed episode four. That Do you remember what that one was? I'll be completely honest with you. I don't remember anything <laughs> outside of like yeah, the, that first couple of episodes yeah, that we yeah. watched. And I haven't been watching it uh, since. Oh, okay. So- it was um what went what went down. It was a man who committed suicide and a reality TV star who oh. um a, a, who got murdered. No, did she get murdered? I think she got murdered. 
Yeah, she got murdered by her. Spoilers, by the way, for Death Row. Oh, yeah. Episode four. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, <laughs> and the, they, they ended up just like bawling at the end like, in floods of tears um, as they sort of came to the realization mm. of what had happened. And um, it, it tackled some big, big things. It tackled suicide for starters. It also tackled mm. um, domestic violence, abuse, I think sexual assault and things. Um, on yeah, it, loads of big issues, and yeah, it was just a really sort of heart hit, like not necessarily not heartwarming because it didn't end really positively, but it was sort of just hit home. Like there was a lot of sort of emotions mm. flying around, um, and since then it sort of petered off because it's focused on the overarching story. We there's some interesting bits, I guess, but a lot of it's I have been sort of gagging for those episodes where it goes back to here are two people back to just the, yeah. the people arriving at the bar we did get to we did get a, a switch where we followed one of the other arbiters the um red-haired dude um mm. and, and he, he's kind of fun um, and there was there, there was a fun episode with a pop star and his fan which where they played twister and that was good um but yeah oh, i think i remember the twister episode yeah, yeah. um very fan servicey Probably why I remember Yes, it. yes, I think it was, yeah. <laughs> uh, Outside of that, I've been watching a lot of, you know that guy you recommended? I don't remember his actual name, but the penguin dude. Ludwig? Yeah, the penguin dude. No, oh, Charlie, yeah. Moist Critical. Yes, sure. Um, yeah. I've, I've been, yeah, I've been watching, his videos keep cropping up because I watched a few and then like, they're, they're short and they're sort of easy to watch and have on in the background and... uh the, 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 he's, he's quite cool. I, I, I still can't yeah. 100% work him out. I feel that he's on a he's on another level. Yeah, and I think feel like his sort of some, some he, like his deadpan delivery yes. very much. You don't know when he's kind of hides a lot. Is he being serious? Is he memeing? Yeah. Sometimes he is serious, yeah. but he delivers it in the same way as <laughs> yeah. him being completely like trolling. Did basically. you did you watch him I, release yeah. release his uh, comic book um, when 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 oh. Face slap or God God slap? God slap. Yeah, something, something, like, slap. something like that. Um, but it, the way he he, he he just completely straight faced just gave it the most praise, like ridiculous sort of like it's literally the best thing in the world. Like it's the best comic ever. It's the it's perfect. Like the arts art is absolutely phenomenal. Like the best thing you've ever seen. It's just so hyperbolic <laughs> with everything and over the top. But like, but again, delivered in yeah. that just monotone cadence that he's like, got like yeah. at, f- at he, first he's you, great at first you think he's bigging it up and then and then as he gets more and more ridiculous you realize that he's just sort of you know going with it yeah so he's been fun yeah um what about you what have you been up to mm. uh i finished kenobi oh did you okay. star wars well miniseries done. right okay yeah and over- yeah, yeah i actually watched some live action tv out- yeah uh, overall out of 10 Wow, ten. So, probably a seven. Okay, I would say that's, that's good. I think it would probably be lower if it wasn't for you and McGregor. <laughs> I mean, you McGregor hard carries that series. He is just—he is acting the fuck out of that show. Yeah. But also, like, I think the final. The last two episodes have, um, and again, this is my Shonen yeah, brain yeah. just kind of going, her, duh, yeah, yeah. combat is cool. Yeah. 
there's two very very good fights in the last two episodes and that kind of saved the series for me because what i wanted was obi-wan bumming around doing obi-wan stuff yeah. but a lot of the show was just obi-wan being super sad and yeah yeah, yeah. okay but yeah it was it was a good finale i really enjoyed it um I also have been finishing some shows because the spring season is now coming to an end and we're about to enter hot anime summer. Uh, so Kaguya Summer Season 3 yep. just ended today. Rising of the Shield Hero has also finished and we'll be looking at... Yeah, both shows that you have seen. I can say, and I won't tell you which one on air, but one of them was significantly better than the other <laughs> and one of them has fallen off so hard oh no like i i gave that season a five because it just about kept my attention but honestly i'd probably go i might even go back and give it a lower score because it was just it was bad i'm going to go right out the bat and say that it was shield hero that fell off you don't have to tell me but and don't have to tell listeners but i feel like your emotions would be a lot higher if it is kaguya because you that's always had a special place for you and you've always really raved about that so i feel like if uh, out of the t- i'd be way more upset yes. if, if kaguya summer had fallen yeah. off than if she'll hear it fall that's off. that's my theory you know what that's a, that's a fair metric to be <laughs> honest uh yeah other than that not a lot um well shall we wrap yeah, up yeah let's leave it there and um, thank you all for listening guys it's been uh it's been a pleasure as always we will uh see you next week for another episode